She had been hired on a half-year contract that was to run out the following month. For little Diana Arlotti, from the Italian resort town of Rimini, the cruise was a fifth birthday treat from her father, William. Diana's mother later recalled that she had taken her daughter to nursery school that morning and that she had packed her suitcase by herself with her prettiest dresses to take on vacation. William Arlotti, who was separated from his wife, came aboard with his new partner. He also brought with him the drugs that kept him alive. A diabetic, Arlotti had undergone a double organ transplant a few years earlier. Quite why Domnico Simorton was on board was to become a subject of puzzlement, speculation and controversy in the days that lay ahead. As she embarked, she would have been astonished to learn that she was about to win global notoriety as the mystery blonde of the Costa Concordia. The twenty-five-year-old single mother from the former Soviet Republic of Moldova had recently come to the end of a contract as an international hostess aboard the liner. But, she later told the Italian daily Corriere della Sera, I wanted to take a cruise as a tourist with my friends who work on board. Sir Martin had moved at an early age to Bucharest, the capital of Romania. There she won a scholarship that secured her a place at a dance academy in Paris. But it was her mental rather than physical agility that first secured her a job with Costa Cruzes. Her journey through life and across Europe had given her a command of no less than five languages, including Russian. As for Father Massimo Dongi from Besana in Brianza, near Milan, he was not meant to be there at all. The bespectacled, forty-one-year-old Roman Catholic clergyman tended to the spiritual welfare of the younger members of his parish, teaching them catechism and organizing recreational activities. Don Max, as he was known, had told parishioners he would be absent on a spiritual retreat two weeks of prayer and contemplation that are not normally undertaken amid the gambling machines, beauty salons and well-stocked bars aboard a modern cruise liner. Once the last of the passengers had safely boarded, the crew began the delicate task of edging the vast liner out of Civitavecchia's busy port. Among those on the bridge was the Costa Concordia's safety officer, Martino Pellegrini. He later recalled that, since the chief officer was occupied with scanning the waters for possible hazards, it was he who had pushed the engine control lever up to 104 revolutions as the ship reached open sea and began to surge up the west coast of Italy. The Costa Concordia, operated by Costa Cruzes, the Italian arm of the giant Anglo-American group Carnival, had no home port. It took on passengers, wherever it docked, on a continuous route that most of the crew thought of as beginning in Civitavecchia. From there, its itinerary took it to Savona, on the Italian Riviera, Marseille, Barcelona, and then on to the main islands of the western Mediterranean, Mallorca, Sardinia, and Sicily. From Palermo on Sicily, the Costa Concordia was due to return once more to Civitavecchia, under the command of its captain, Francesco Schettino. Born in Naples fifty-one years earlier, he had been brought up on the fabled coastline that stretches away to the south of the city. 
His family lived near the resort town of Sorrento, famous for its lemon liqueur limoncello and breathtaking views across the Bay of Naples to Mount Vesuvius. Francesco has salt water in his veins, his wife Fabiola Russo was to say later. His mother's family had been shipowners for generations. When we were young, we were always at sea, recalled Schettino's brother, Salvatore, who also rose to be a captain. All we had to do was cross the street. As a teenager, Schettino studied at a naval college in a seventeenth-century former monastery in Piano di Sorrento. He began his career as a cadet with the Mediterranean ferry operator Tirrenia. He then worked for a spell on a petrochemicals tanker skippered by his brother-in-law, Francesco Russo, before returning to Tirrenia. Russo told Italy's Oggi magazine that Schettino went into the cruise business when he was hired by Renaissance.